wonderful Jesus, and he's truly wonderful. Hi, I'm Sister Marty with today's blog post, 12 Years a Slave. In Mark chapter 5, verse 25 through 36, we read, Now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. New King James Version. In 2013, a major motion picture was released, 12 Years a Slave, based on the true story of Solomon Northup. Solomon was a free man living in New York when he was abducted and sold into slavery. After 12 years of slavery, he met an abolitionist from Canada, a meeting that changed the course of his life. This is the story in Mark chapter 5. A young Jewish woman living life was taken captive by an issue of blood. We don't need the vines to help us to understand what Mark was telling us. This woman's body had gone haywire, causing her time of the month to last for 12 years. Now, this probably wasn't 12 years straight, but for 12 years she battled with the issue. For her, this was bondage. She was a slave to the dictates of her body, for it had taken control of her life. By Jewish law, she was unclean, limiting her access to society and even her family, and there was nothing she could do about it. Mark tells us that she spent all of her money going to the doctors, but not only were they unable to help her, she actually got worse. Now, a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was no matter, no, and was no better, excuse me, but rather grew worse. The physicians she sought to make her better caused her to suffer, suffer more in her body than they helped her. They also bankrupt her with their fees, but she kept seeking an answer to the issue of her life because she realized this condition kept her in bondage and she desperately wanted to be free. After dealing with the demoniac in Gadarene, Jesus and his disciples had returned to their side of the Sea of Galilee. In the crowd was a ruler of the synagogue, Jairus. He had heard about Jesus and had come to him on behalf of his beloved daughter. He begged Jesus, telling him that his little girl was at the point of dying and to please come and lay hands on her that she might live. Jesus was on his way to Jairus' house when the woman with the issue of blood had her encounter with him. While they were walking towards, towards Jairus' house, she had made her way closer and closer to him. But the people were all around him, making it difficult to get to Jesus. She realized it wouldn't be easy, but she was determined to get to Jesus. She wanted to be free. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment, for she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made whole. Mark chapter 5, verse 27 through 28. What could she have possibly heard about him? She heard that he cared about people. She heard that he made people feel good about themselves. She heard that he could really teach and preach. So she wanted to see him. Maybe, but that isn't what had her in public that day, willing to risk it all. 
She heard that he healed people of their diseases. She heard that blind eyes were opened. Demons left screaming from the mentally bound. Uh, demon bound. <laughs> Withered hands were made straight and the lame could walk. And so she made up her mind that she was going to find the one called Jesus and be healed. She didn't know how it would happen, but she knew that if she could just get to Jesus, it would happen. After all, she had already tried every natural thing imaginable and lost all her money. What could this hurt? She needed healing, and from all that she had heard, this time would be different. Something had resonated on the inside of her, causing hope to be stirred in a way it had never been stirred before. Yes, this is the answer she had been seeking. This day, she would get her healing. I personally believe that she made up her mind to touch his garment when she saw the crowd. As she talked with herself and the devil tried to talk her out of what she was doing, he probably told her that Jesus was too busy, that she was unclean and shouldn't be out, that he was on his way to save a little girl from dying, which was way more important than her situation. But she was desperate. And I can hear her saying, if I can touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. He doesn't need to stop. He doesn't need to give me any attention. If I could just touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. And she touched it. Immediately, the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, who touched my clothes? Verses 29 through 30. The power of faith. Immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up. She could tell the difference in her body and she knew that she was healed. Thinking that she could just slip out of the crowd unnoticed, she was not prepared to respond when she heard him say, who touched my clothes. But his disciples said to him, you see the multitude thronging you and you say, who touched me? Seriously, Jesus? That's what his disciples were asking. All these people are pressing around you, trying to get your attention and you are wondering, who touched your clothes? Lots of people are touching your clothes. How can you ask such a question? Jesus was on a whole different plane than his disciples. He wasn't talking about being touched physically, but being touched with the hand of faith. Luke actually stated that Jesus said her touch caused power to flow from him. Verse 46 of chapter 8 in Luke says, But Jesus said, Somebody touched me, for I perceive power going out from me. Now that's some power. Wonderful, Jesus. That was some kind of touch. And that was some serious connection to the anointing. Jesus wasn't ministering to each uh, to anybody. And yet he did. As he looked around to see her who had done this thing, and he looked around to see her who had done this thing, 
But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. Immediately she was whole. Not the next day, not 20 minutes later, immediately she was made whole. But when Jesus stopped and asked who had touched him, she became fearful. Had she done something wrong? Did she take what she wasn't entitled to? Was there a particular way that she was supposed to approach him for her healing? Doubts began to flood her mind in the midst of a most wonderful experience. That she up, doubts began to flood her mind in the midst of the most wonderful thing that she had experienced in 12 years. Willie, take it back. Please, God, no. But she fell before him and told him everything. She testified with fear and trembling that she had finally been made whole after 12 years of being a slave to the condition in her body. She waited for what he would say or do next. Verse 34 tells us, and he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. Wait, what did he say? Did he just call me daughter? Wow. Did he just tell me to go in peace? Is everything really okay? Oh God, thank you. It's just too good to be true. Yet it is healed at no cost. This is such a powerful encounter with the great physician, but we will have to stop here until next time. Wonderful, wonderful Jesus.